So guess what? What? I don't know. Dave King Season 2. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Voice crack. Anyway, <laughs> my name is John Hogaboom. As always, I am joined by my far nicer voiced friend. Saul Thompson. Hey, everybody. I might not have voice cracks, but uh, my connection isn't great, so maybe expect some voice pops. Let's go. Um, we're like uh, we're like the uh, the Rice Krispies. You're uh, you're 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 Snap. I'm Crackle. All right. And we need uh, pop. Our microphones have a lot of pops. Perfect. <laughs> really rounded out there. How you doing, Saul? I'm I'm great. Um, I drove up or drove down or across. I don't even know what the term is. Uh, I'm, I'm in Shelter Island. Out, I'm in Shelter Island for the weekend uh, with my girlfriend Anna. It's Monday, uh, Saul. It's not the it weekend. Is. I guess well, it's long weekend to all of our Labor Americans. Day, dude. Happy, yeah. happy belated Labor Day to everyone listening to this on Tuesday. Uh, we're, um, we're out here on that grind on Labor Day. It's currently 9.29 a.m. We are mm-hmm. in the stew recording. Saul's at 60% battery on his laptop and doesn't have a charger. Ooh. It, it's lit, to say the least. Um, we have John. like 90 questions. I'm excited. Yeah, so before we launch into it, I have a quick aside. So as you know, I've taken the grill pill, taken multiple grill pills. But I went this morning. I wanted to cook a brisket. It's Labor Day. I wanted to barbecue. Woke up this morning, 6 a.m. Woke up in a new Bugatti. Through the 4Gs on the G. No. Um, Woke up at 6 a.m., got on a boat, went across, back to the mainland, walked like 15 minutes to the grocery store, after calling the butcher last night and being like, hi, please put aside a 10-pound brisket for me so I can grill. And they're like, okay, we can do that for you. No problem, sir. And I was like, thank you so much. Really nice phone call. Super amicable. Great interaction, right? Like, uh, yeah, perfect. You know. I get there this morning. I walk to the back. There's nobody in the store. It is 7.02 a.m. I'm the first person in there. I get to the back. The butcher is in a blue hoodie. No butcher's robes or anything. It's this woman with red hair. She's like mid-40s. And I get back there. I'm like, hi, like, I'm sorry to bother you. I know it's early. I called yesterday um, about the brisket. Um, I was wondering if you had that 10-pound brisket that I called ahead for. And she was like, no, I can't do it. And I was like, well, like, I, I spoke no to No excuse, guess. just no? No. And I was like, well, like what changed? Like I, I woke up super early. I like I, I hate to bother you. I, I got here when you told me to get here. You told me you'd put one aside. And she goes, I don't have it. I'm not gonna have it. You gotta leave. What? Yep. And I was like, What do you like? You don't have any? She's like, No brisket. Like you gotta go. You gotta get and out I was of like, here. Like, like what? What are you like? A fucking bouncer? Like you're kicking me from, from, from off the grocery store. So you have store? not only been denied your previously reserved meats you have been you've been bounced from this from this establishment john i i think it's a conspiracy they don't want me to have the grill pill yeah they're 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 weaning you off your supply yeah i know they 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 they, they, be having grill pill withdrawals they suppress our medicine so they can sell us their cures my gosh john travis scott burger (laughs) (laughs) this is it this is how they get us 
This is how they get us to order the Travis Scott burger. They take away our fine artisan meats. No, honestly, though, the, the McDonald's campaign with the Travis Scott burger, meme it all you want. From an advertising perspective, that oh, is genius. genius. Oh, yeah. Celebrity meals, that is so smart. It's exactly what Travis yep. orders. And now everyone is going to want to order it. That is so smart. They're going to sell out of the Travis Scott meal at Burger or at uh, McDonald's. Goated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. John. But, oh, my gosh, dude, that sucks for you. Like, you came over on the boat, walked. Mm-hmm. What's this? You're, like, two hours in at this point, round trip, to get a brisket? Uh, about an hour and 30 minutes total. Goodness gracious. You, you are a length of a, like, an earlier pod. Yeah. Before. Before we started going two hours every time, but on the know. positive side, I managed to read 130 pages of Ready Player One in that time. Ooh, gamer moment! It is a gamer moment. It's a good book. I watched the movie, and the the book is different, but it's good. Nice. Mm-hmm. I watched a great movie last night. It's called The Lilies of the Field. It's from the fifties. What's 50s. that about? Um, it's okay. about a man who he's like a traveling laborer like he helps out with construction projects and stuff like Mm -hmm. that just wherever he goes he likes to travel and he he stumbles upon a convent and basically long story short helps a group of german nuns build a church beautiful okay that sounds really nice it's got like a lot of wholesome moments a lot of humor and it's in black and white which i always enjoy um yeah I definitely recommend it. Watched that one last night. But cool. Saul, this is a fashion podcast at the end of the mm. day. We we would like to thank our fashionable people. That is definitely up to the jury to decide. But can we get a fit check to start this off? Absolutely. Uh, hey, John. Hey, Saul. Big news. Big news. Just kidding. I'm not wearing shoes. Uh, um, moving the way up. <laughs> I'm wearing a pair of... <laughs> uh rep capital bone denim shorts um i i've worn them a lot i i, I like these these shorts um and i'm thinking about getting a, a retail pair just Ooh. i don't know i it, it's also hard for me to pull the trigger on like a 200 and something dollar pair of denim shorts that's, that's uh that's a pricey pricey one for yeah shorts. so gonna think about that uh i've got a belt on from nepenthes uh new york nice uh, which, which sub brand uh, I think it was their house brand, honestly. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's, a le- it's a leather belt. I got it in junior year of high school, and I've worn it like almost every day. I never mention it on the pod, but I'm always wearing it. Really? Um, I got to start wearing my or mentioning my belt. O- OG Nepenthes boy. Mm-hmm. Um, you I'm actually get to go to the while. store. I'm yes, jealous. it's really cool when you when you come to New York. When I come you to visit. New York. Oh, Rashid asked about you. We were texting. No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you've just made my day. Mm-hmm. He says hello. How's he doing? He's doing really well. Um, he just checked in. Um, he wanted to come to lunch. I'm down. I'm I'm okay. there. Okay. Um, Consider it done. Where was I? Oh, moving moving up. I have a uh, Dead Stock Report T-shirt. Shout um, out DSR. They're big back. Shout out to DSR. They we're back, baby. Uh, yeah, we're back. No contact. The Slack is popping. Yeah. Uh, you know What's they're posting. The... What's the line? I'm back. You're mad. Big mad. Ha ha. Don't care. Big sad. 
I don't know enough about that song to correct you, so I'm going off the basis that you're absolutely word for word correct. Perfect. Uh, and then on top, John, I'm wearing a hat. Oh. Uh, it is a trucker hat from Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken. It's one of my favorite hats. How's the chicken? Uh, I didn't eat it. <laughs> I just bought the Big hat. Big fan. <laughs> no, yeah, album. okay. My uh, my little brother's name, uh, he went by Gus for like 17 yeah, I years. And I, I bought him a hat and I was like heading back home and he, he decided to start going by Sam. And I was like, well, it's a cool hat. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, so yeah you gotta fulfill the prophecy and try the chicken at some point too we'll we'll have to make a trip to chicago it's in chicago oh easy peasy mm-hmm. yeah john solid fit, my friend i gotta get a fit check from you though well i would love to provide one um first off on the feet what else but the pod and stocks folks we are we are bringing the heat for this pod on this fun this fine holiday pod first first holiday in mm. the studio i think unless we recorded on valentine's day or saint patrick's day or the fourth John, we, recorded, we recorded on my birthday we did record on your dude? birthday i'm talking <laughs> i'm talking small scale holidays obviously your birthday oh fair, fair, fair yeah, yeah. um <laughs> no but yes we've got the pod and stocks on we've got the purple patagonia baggies on on the legs you know if you've been a listener you know what's going on with the John Fitz. On top, we've got, first off, under, I have a sweater on. Underneath it, I have my O'Neill surf shirt I've had since eighth oh. grade. It's paper thin, literally, like, provides zero protection against the elements. I think I get a tan <laughs> when I wear it. Um, and then uh, on top of that, we have a uh, pair of Kings contested favorite the blue blue japan sweater that i swiped <laughs> from our good friend saul uh accidentally i would never i would never grail snipe on purpose but you know it is what it is it's all is fair in love and war john and also True. copying blue blue japan sweaters yeah when i see you sending me a size extra large i assume it's johnny mode but yeah we uh we bought out a uh, a capital scarf from our uh, good friend jacob as well the other the other week yeah yeah uh the one that we got we bought dom a birthday present of a capital scarf and we i think i you were definitely in the chat but we were talking i was talking to jacob about it and he was like i had my eye on that one god damn it oh my gosh well <laughs> it's not like he sent it to us no 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 no. yeah no like you did with me <laughs> yeah that was no, a but... preemptive preemptive grill snipe just like obama we were calling in a uh, drone strikes on innocent human beings <laughs> Starting off strong on the pod today. Not oh, to get guess. political, but what the fuck is oatmeal, John? RT. RT. Man, fit check. You know, that's Big a big fit. Got stuff for, for 9 a.m. 9 a.m. fit day? check. Yeah. Man. No pajamas out of Saul? Huge. <laughs> Labor Day, we're putting in work. <laughs> mm. Um got some cool stuff coming in this week. I've got a hat mm-hmm. from our good friend Anthony Felix. Huge. coming in really excited about that uh if you folks haven't seen on his instagram lasher felix a uh a sweater made entirely of ski masks that would i i'm so excited for that i can't wrap my mind around it it's insane i love it Ugh, i i really he has an open pre-orders right i don't believe he has yet but they'll okay. be open for a week 
So if you are trying to support an independent creator and swag like the Pair of Kings hosts inevitably will be because we're probably both buying it, then by all means, tap in. And like, I, I, I do have to say, like, we would never advocate for something that we didn't believe in or like. Oh. And I'm very proud that a lot of the designers and creators that we've had in the pod, like Marquise, Liam, Anthony, all make things that are genuinely cool and there's like time put into them and they're like they're they're quality. Like it's not it's like real work put in. We're not just Yeah. Tapping. It's not like screen printed gilden blanks with like wow. you know with Lash your logo. Felix on. Yeah. And like we have some people in the Discord as well. Shout out to oh God, who is it? Like um seven X yeah, I was gonna say him. Yeah. He's making uh what is it, C twenty forty three, I think is his brand that he's making. So. Uh Billy that later but yeah like, we have a lot of creatives in our discord musty with the, working. with the pants with the oh cactus leather pants oh my god yeah but they they're putting like a ton of time into like designs and making yeah. stuff look cool and they're like bouncing ideas off of each other it's really cool it's not just like cool, i feel like, like for a while there was a, a trend of just like oh i'm gonna get a cool word take all the vowels out and screen print it on a t-shirt and that's it like there's a lot of thought being put into it. Like, there's actually a creative process. I'm really proud of, like, everybody in there. Like, it's so cool. We should also take all the vials out of Pair of Kinks and put that on a Gildan T, though. What would that be? That would be per F... E-R-F-K-N-G-S. Per mm. Kings. Per Kings. $65. <laughs> uh, with $19.99 shipping. Yeah, of course, because it does cost $20 to ship a t-shirt in the United States. It does. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Yeah, international shipping, double it. A quadruple it. John, it's international. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I was going off of last year's prices. Silly me. Anyways, no merch yet. Sorry, folks. Blasting right into fashion news. Saul, do we have any fashion news? Um, I think it's been really quiet for the past Besides week. The like grilled, grilled nine percent basically. And Pair of Kings is con- continuing to put out biweekly hits. Oh, I mean, John. That's big news. Yeah, I mean, I I'm hiring like skywriters to do it above every major city at the moment. <laughs> that's our that's our end all be all ad campaign is skywriting above New York Fashion Week. Pair of Kings podcast. That's a sick idea. Nobody take that. Nobody take that. that. We will 100% use this source. Virgil, we're looking at you. Oh, my God. In the fucking Drake plane, he'd do it, honestly. Actually, if he did that in the Drake plane, that'd be insane. But it'd also be our idea. It would be our idea. He's going to take it. I know it. He listens. He's tapping in. He's tapping in. Virgil, you bum. (laughs) That's time for Virgil. Let's get some sneaker releases going. Let's hear it. All right. Today is September 7th, 2020. So to start things off, on the 7th, we have the Adidas D-O-N issue number two multicolor. Tomorrow, we have three colorways of the Prada Adidas Superstar for $500. Please don't buy those. On the 10th, we have the Nike ISPA Overreact fire shoe on the 10th as well we have the nike dunk low community garden don't call them sbs because they are not sbs folks there is a difference 
on the 10th, we have a Nike Vapormax 2020 in like a blackout colorway. We have the Ninja Adidas Night Jogger in the Time In colorway. Obviously going to be Saul's ace of the week. Um, we have the Kyrie Hybrid, or Kybrid, whoa, S2, whoa. What the PE on the 11th. It's a mixture of the Kyrie's 4, 5, and 6, which I have a pair of Kyrie 4s, spectacular basketball shoe, and uh, that seems to be what the midsole for these are. So if you need a good basketball shoe, that's a good option. On the 12th, we have two more colorways of the Casablanca New Balance 327 collab. These are both like primarily neutral tone colorways. So mm. if, you, if you're looking for a little more subtle 327, that's a good option. I will be going after one of those, I think. Um, on the 7th, oh, we are. We're well past. Okay, we're good. We got them all. Perfect. Would you shoot me the link for those New Balances? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Sounds good. Um, John. Saul. It's 9 a.m. It is. It's 9.45. 9.45. Haven't had breakfast yet. But Neither have I. You know what I'm in the mood for? Are you in the mood for some meat and potatoes? Meat and potatoes. Maybe a little bit of egg, too. We got a little, got a little yeah, bit of... My mom uh, made scones, so I'm in the mood for ooh. those. But I'm holding back. John, she makes have, quite a scone. I think our record number of questions, we have 54. Woo! But we're doing speed round at the end. Like the last yes, 10 or... exactly. Round. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna attempt I to hear my dog, but I can't hear him. Oh, there he is. Come here. It's okay. Someone drove by, so clearly that was high alert Huge. mode. Um, yeah, I mean he's protecting the protecting the boys. Oh yeah. Yep. But to blast right into things, this one comes from our good friend Yannick. Uh Yannick twenty six in the Discord saw as I find Yannick's new Instagram. How can you join the Discord? If you shoot the podcast, uh, that is Pair of Kings Pod on Instagram, or you know what, on Twitter, uh, Pair of Kings Pod on Twitter, um, and you just simply say uh, Travis Scott Fortnite Burger, good. We yes. will shoot you a invitation to the Discord, or if you just say, hey, you know, can I be invited? We will ask you. What's your favorite moment for the pod? Answer with literally any single moment from just the prove podcast. That you listened. You know that's exactly. all we want because we um, don't just want a bunch of randoms who don't know what we do in the Discord because it's the happiest exactly. place in fashion. Yeah, um, yeah. Shoot us, uh, shoot us a message, um, and we'd love to have you join. We have like a really cool community. It's um, a lot of fun. It blows my yeah. mind every day how collaborative and friendly it is. Like. I, I am so proud. Thank you to Me everyone too. in the Discord who's listening right now for helping to make that such a great place. But first question from Yannick, a.k.a. Boy With Clothes on Instagram. He just he just reactivated his Instagram. Let's go. Top three best and worst U.S. states. Okay. Take I have my away. three best and my three worst. Go off. Am I going first? Okay. Yeah. Number one. It's it's a, okay. I'm gonna tie <laughs> number. I'm gonna I'm tying number one and two. Okay. Is that okay? Am I allowed no, to do that's that? That's fine. Okay. Number one and number two is a tie between New York. Ooh, no. New York. New York stands alone at one. Number two, I really want to say 
North Carolina because they have really good barbecue. Okay. And number three, I want to shout out Vermont and slash or Utah. Ooh. Utah, good skiing, good basketball team, a lot of Mormons who are pretty nice, sometimes a little bit racist, but it's okay because that's not representative of the entire state. And Mitt Romney, decent guy, proving that Republicans can be human beings. Yeah, yeah. shout out Mitt Romney. Come on the uh, pod. Three worst states. I'll say in no particular order. Number one has to be Florida. Yeah. Uh, I guess in a particular order then, if I'm immediately putting Florida <laughs> at one. Uh, number two is a tie between Alabama and Vermont. You said Vermont was in your top three. Did I wait? Did I say Vermont? Yeah, you added Vermont to your top three as well. You like gave it a mention. You said Vermont I, okay. and Utah. Did you mean to say Maine instead of Vermont? I for top. No, top. I meant yes. Top. I meant Maine. I I have an explanation for Vermont. Okay, go off. There are a couple of places in Vermont that are very nice, but it has a really bad narcotics problem, and mm-hmm. there is nothing to do in most of the state. I didn't know that. I've only been, I think I took a ferry ride over to Vermont as we were driving out to Maine. Maine is really nice. Maine is I, awesome. I meant to shout that one out. Sorry, I'm looking at a list of all of the all of the states. All the states. Yeah. Um, and then three, because I tied to it too, is California. For worst. Yeah, people are just so self-righteous about the state. Northern California is really cool. I mean, California itself is cool, but the people yeah. destroy it. It's like J. Cole. I had a music, great time. Music pretty good, but people, J. Cole fans, aka California fans, <laughs> terrible. What about Fake you, John? Fans. Yeah. Top three. Okay. Top oh wait, three. shout out to shout out to Hawaii as well. Top three. There you go. There you go. Um, number one for me has to be Michigan. I really do love it here. Um, you get all four seasons. It's beautiful. It's uh, it's not overly crowded. You know, we got the lakes, so summer and winter, extra beauty from the lakes. Um, mm. Number two for me has to be Oregon. Love Oregon. It's kind of like Michigan if it was on the ocean. Mm. Really, really fun state, really beautiful state, a lot of nature. Um, Nike's located there. So, of course, that makes it the second best state ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, this one's really hard because I have a lot of states I've loved. Um, I think I need to do a tie between Maine and Wyoming. Okay, perfect. Maine is that East Coast, just beautiful. Kind of hard to describe also. just It seems like a small town on a big scale. You want it to be your Maine chick? You could say that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then Wyoming, uh, I mean, just so slept on. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Jackson Hole, beautiful, beautiful city. Um, tons of hiking. Tons super of fertile as well. Super fertile. Moose. I mean, there you go. Salmon runs. Salmon runs. You know, honorable mentions for for goaded states. Definitely Utah is up there. Mm-hmm. Shout out Bryce Canyon, the sleeper pick for best canyon in America. <laughs> um, 
Wait until we drop the Canyon power rankings. It's yeah. going to upset the world. It's going to be nuts. But I'm not going to go into more states. I, I have a few states that I dislike, but I'm going to get into those right now. Mm-hmm. Number one, yes. obviously, Florida. Yeah. Uh, goes without saying. Number two, Ohio. Big trash. <laughs> For some reason in my head, I think it's like a Midwest state. It's like right next to Michigan. Yeah, it is. Well, we're also a Midwest state. No, well, but no, I mean, like, us, like, it's a mix of Indiana and Ohio. Yeah. So, yeah, we're we're surrounded. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, but Ohio gets the reputation for just being. Ohio, like <laughs> it's 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 terrible. You gotta, if you know, you know. Um. Yeah, but except for the uh, the whale building in Cleveland, legendary. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> and then other worst state. Gosh. Hmm. I don't want to say California because you already said California. Jersey. Never West been to Virginia. Jersey. Mountain Mama. Probably Alabama. Just okay. Based solely on reputation. Fair enough. I'm sure there are some lovely people in all of those states. Well, I know oh, for a sure. fact there are lovely people in all those states, but going more off of like news headlines, not really from mm-hmm. Ohio, but you just got to know with Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if we just made any enemies. All of Pair of Kings listeners are immune to state rankings. But also, like, I, I do have to say, Cleveland Cavaliers, big trash. 2006 2007 it was lebron james like eric snow anderson Vareja, like terrible team and he carried them to the the finals where they lost to the spurs they i think they got swept just like yeah they did. trash trash you could you could have had like multiple chips with lebron james at like debatably his peak he's what been peaking his he's entire peaking right now yeah no but still You're 17 like, you squandered you squandered Walsh like came. 20 23 year old lebron james like what is wrong with you <laughs> Anyway, well, we're through one question. We're almost <laughs> 30 minutes into the pod. Fantastic. Let's get crack a lack. And our next three questions coming from a very good friend of the pod, Musty Bitch. I will not Musty let John moment. say his name. So John will just be saying Musty. But his first question, he says, if you had one semester's tuition back, what fit would you spend it on? Oh, gosh. That's an expensive fit. Mm-hmm. Um, any any college tuition is is pricey. Shout out to all the people who think it's inflation. No, it's not. Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, I'd probably buy just like, well, since it's from school, I'd buy like a really nice suit. I don't know from where. Definitely custom from from some cool old person. And I'd just, you know, I'd flex that to some job interviews. Say, hey. I have a fashion podcast. You should hire me. How about you? I have two two picks. One is I would go to Rashid and be like, "What can I do with this money?" And get him to guide you. Yeah, Um, I'd probably look really sick with a yes semester's worth of Yale tuition and Rashid Silvera's guidance. Or I would buy as many Cuban link chains as possible and a Philippine. Uh, uh, Savarsky crystal studded jersey, and I no, have no pants, no shoes, just okay. Cuban links and a and a jersey. Uh, it's the Kobe go. jersey, by the way. Yeah, of course. But it says Pline on the on the front. The Pline jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think with Cuban links, you got to go fake. So you can just go crazy, mm-hmm. like get thousands. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to be literally rendered a mobile by the amount of fake Cuban link chains. Wow. That's that's spectacular. I have to Small get them from Thompson like Supreme. The XXL freshman class of 2021. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I have to get it from like Supreme Patty's drop shipping site where they charge oh, like yeah. $0 for a chain, but $12 for shipping. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I want. <laughs> yes. This is entrepreneurship. Um, this is, this is, this is my pod foray. It's like, yeah, this is pot racing. Moving right down. Sorry for cutting you off. Oh, good, Other dude. Th- this one also comes from our good friend, Musty. Other than cause toys, what are some great fashion-based trinkets slash figures to own? I'm not a big fan of fashion toys, personally. I really wanted, um, I think Undercover did um, Daft Punk figures. Um, I'll have to look that up, but I think those are the only ones that I want. I, I just, I don't believe in buying fashion toys because they're often quite overpriced and they don't appreciate in value as, as good art should. Yeah, uh, or good art does. They just kind of, they're worth something to the right people, and then they just kind of fall off. Um, I'm not the biggest fan, honestly. I, I don't think you should put your money into fashion toys. For me, I guess this isn't technically fashion toys, but I think like one or two cool Supreme accessories is a good. Mm. Don't have the wall of Supreme stuff like Eric Whiteback, but like if you've got a tasteful shelf. And you throw a funny little Supreme paratrooper that you got for free from like a couple seasons ago. If you throw that mm-hmm. on there, it's a fun conversation piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little hype beasty, but it's also, you know, I think they do good work with their accessories. Some of them I'm, are just so weird. It's awesome. I was going to say, I'm curious to see when like the first hype accessory only brand will come out. Ooh, just accessories. Yeah, or like toys or something. Because like people will line up for just about anything now. It's just a matter of well, like, like integrating it into an outfit. Exactly, yeah. Air bricks just like, toys. Well, I guess yeah. they do clothes too and shoes now. Or they've, yeah. they've done four actually. That was the fourth Metacom Nike mm-hmm. SB collab. Um, Missed on those. <laughs> yeah, me too, unfortunately. But my friend Landon got them. Shout out Landon. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, I think those good fashion-based trinkets or make your own you know do some some pottery etc that'd be really cool um john our third question from musty uh thank you so much for for uh the triple crown questions i guess yeah um third question favorite fashion-based bar in a song this one comes from good friend of the pod we hope and um fellow fashion sneaker show host trinidad james from the song mm-hmm. all gold everything hype beasts we know about you don't buy shoes unless they're popular there's Damn. a lot of people like that you know buy what you like folks don't buy stuff just because it's cool i mean a lot of cool stuff is actually good but don't base your decisions solely on that i like it thank you Saul, hit us with yours two picks one Coming from Kanye West in a song, Otis. He says, I made Jesus walk, so I'm never going to hell. Couture level flow is never going on sale. Luxury rap, the Hermes of verses. Sophisticated ignorance, write my curses in cursive. Incredible. That's fire. And then 
from somebody who I really love, and he coined a phrase that I still use. Uh, it is David Bowie in his song Fashion. He says, fashion turn to the left, fashion turn to the right. Ooh, fashion. We are the goon squad, and we're coming to town. You do say that a lot. I am big into goon squad, so thank you to David Bowie. Oh, no, I, I meant you just coined... say that whole line all the time. Oh, yeah, ooh, fashion, baby. I keep having to cut it out of the pod. It's getting a little repetitive. <laughs> just kidding no great line though i don't uh i don't want to flex john but i am wearing the kansai yamamoto flared pants right now i, I left them out of the fit check. wow yeah i just, i don't want to because you make you feel humble and you're moving in mm-hmm. silence i like I'm, guys i'm moving in silence guys we're making guys, moves in silence making moves in silence real g's so you guys now yeah big moves moving in big silence. moves but it's in silence yeah. yeah just so you know in silence just so you know we're, we're yeah in silence don't tell anybody. Anyway. Tell tell everybody you know that we're moving in silence. Yes, <laughs> but don't tell because we're moving in silence. But also we're moving in silence. Anyways, <laughs> moving right down the list. This one also oh. comes from our good friend Yannick. Uh, what's the best Supreme accessory? I, I'm looking at a list right now because I don't know them um, off the top of my head. Um, I think that the the mini bike was really cool. Yeah, that's um, the the punching was really cool, um, and they made um, what do you call them? Um, uh, ba- baseball mitts. I don't know why I blanked out on that. I think those three are kind of the coolest. And then I also think I actually own this one. Um, is the Supreme New Testament stash box? Oh, you have that? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's like a legendary one. I forgot I had that actually. You should check prices on that. I think that goes for a lot of money. I I kind of like it. I want to keep it. Okay, never mind. Don't check then, because then you'll be sad. Um, my pick is something that's all completely glossed over. It's obviously the greatest supreme accessory of all time, and will never be defeated. The supreme brick. Oh yeah. Oh shoot. Uh, John, the, the stash boxes are going for $115. Oh, I thought they were going for like 1000 Never mind. That's what they – I, I looked on Grailed. Let me let me look again. I thought they were going for like a G. Perhaps not. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? The um, the Hermes plate or like the, the tray. There's like a oh, ceramic okay. tray. Yeah. I think those were from around the same era. Those go for like twelve to 1500 Mm. Yeah, I mean, this one's selling for three fifty, but nobody's okay. biting on it. So yeah, I, it's not worth selling. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, you can feel better about keeping that. Yep. Yeah, best supreme accessory, definitely the brick. Uh, best mm-hmm. one I own, hmm, the glass jars because my mom puts jam she makes in them. In the supreme jars. Yeah, they did like a collab oh, with yeah. I think Ball. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like canning jars, and I, I also shout out to the Supreme Oreo, Oreo, Oreo. Yes, of course. The Oreo, Oreo, Oreo. I can't I also say have the shovel sitting in my closet. Oh, that's cool. You should dig something with it. Yeah, for the pod. Oh no! Post a fit pic and make the caption. Can you dig it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Our next question coming from uh, Big Brother of the the Discord. Uh, his Instagram Quite at is six foot six. Oh yeah, he's he's gentle giant. 
maybe not so gentle. He he would come to the defense of basically anybody in that chat. But um, Zachy, his Instagram at is underscore American flag comrag underscore. Um, he says you have to wear one for a month, V loan or ASSC. What are you picking, John? No question, anti-social social club. Well, I mean, if they're shipping it to you, you'd just be naked for a month. That's, you never well, get. No, 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 no. I go down to my local hype beast resale store oh, and pay okay. $400 for the, or the not Supreme, the anti-social social club phase clan collab shirt. Buy two of those Perfect. stitch one on the bottom. So the, the head <laughs> hole is covered. Wear that around my legs, wear the other one around the top, duct tape it in the middle, rock that for a month. Sounds good. I like it. Thank you. How about you? I'm going to say the same thing. I would never rock the loan. Nope. No, no, no. Can't do it. Yep. Blasting down to the next question. This one comes from our great friend, Babby, Geo Babish. As always, go give him a follow if you haven't already. One of the most underrated pages on Instagram. What is one thing, fashion-related or not, that you regret buying the most? Easy, Amiri jeans. That yeah. It's just so easy. I, I just, I don't have, if you've listened to previous podcasts, I paid like 200 and something dollars for like a pair of pre-owned Amiri jeans. Put them I think on that's once. pretty low. Like, I, yeah. For like a, a grand. Yeah, I mean, I found them on ground for like 280, 290. Like, I, they were a lot, plus shipping. It was an Amiri um, moment. And I wore them like twice, and I was like, I, I never wore them out. I, I tried to sell freshman class shoot right with my Cuban links. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I literally it took like ten minutes to put them on. They were so tight. Holy crap! Um, that's insane. Yeah, oh yeah, a lot of jumping Did the up and down. Did denim have any stretch in it, or was it just? It had stretch. But, like mode. I bought, I bought like a size thirty, and I'm a thirty-two waist. Yeah, that'll do it. That yeah. Do um, it. I I was I was like gonna like. Um, it was terrible. Um, and I, I wore them twice and they sat in my closet for a while and I sold them for at a loss, I think as well. Oof. Yeah. So fuck yeah. a Mary jeans. All my homies hate Mary jeans. Yeah. What about well, you, John? Um, mine is, I think same, we talked about worst purchases over $400 or whatever. I think it was. Uh, mine was the Lenovo laptop. my Lenovo laptop from my. It just brought so much stress. I got a refund for it, but like being on a three-hour customer service call, <laughs> oh, trying my hardest to explain that I didn't. I would have loved to have kept this laptop, but it just doesn't work. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm no stranger to computers. I'm, I'm very comfortable with technology and stuff. So I tried everything. Nothing. Mm. Truly a gamer moment. I was sad. Sold you a lemon. Yeah. Sold me a lemon. We did not uh, make lemonade. Oh, God. Not enough sugar? Not enough sugar. But it's got lemon got juice in your eyes. Oh, okay, um, good. Yeah. I actually used that laptop this weekend to switch out my nintendo switch memory card so nice. it came in clutch because it had an sd card slot cool our next question for me but it's from yeah good friend baby best friend of the pod dominic dx joy wouldn't be here doing this pod if not for him 
Um, he says, Saul, would you go back in time and commit to University of Washington, knowing what you do now? So for those who don't know, I've told the story a couple of times. I accidentally enrolled in University of Washington for a semester or for a bit of a semester. Uh, there was some sort of fault in the system where I never told them that I was going to Yale. And I was in their system. I apparently had gotten like a University of Washington email that they were sending everything to. And some of them slipped through the cracks, but I had them marked as spam. Um, and so I was getting emails like, you have to sign up for classes. You have to like do this. Like, what are you doing? And they'd given me a scholarship. So like. Some, some kid didn't get their scholarship, dude. Well, no, 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 no. I doubt it was like exclusionary. I, I don't know. They would have uh, given it to someone else. Well, they probably did after one semester, but exactly. Um, but well, the way I look at it, John, I gave a kid a double room. All right. Yeah, you gave my a, roommate was probably so happy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I don't think I'd go. I, I don't think I'd love it out on the West Coast. Um, if it meant being with around you, Dom, yes. But I've met some lovely people at Yale, and I think I've gotten a really good education. Um, and I think at University of Washington, the program that I applied for was fairly limiting. Um, and I don't think I would have loved that program. I probably would have ended up going into like finance or something, and I don't, I don't want to do that with my life. So I'm going to say no. Uh, maybe socially, yes. But overall, absolutely not. There you go. Glad that you're, you're confident in your choice. Mm -hmm. All right. That was a small, small fry question. Big questions only coming from Dominic DX Choi. Which Diary of a Wimpy Kid character do you relate most to? Specify whether it is the book or movie version. Easy. Book friendly. Yeah. That, that one goes without saying for both of mm -hmm. us, I think. We, we just yeah. a couple of Fregglies on the pod. Yep. Certified Fregly moment. <laughs> book Fregly, though. Yeah. Book Fregly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you catch me dead before you caught me with red hair. Shout out to all of our red-haired friends at the pod. Well, yeah, I, I just I could not pull it off. No, nor um, could I. I don't have the the moxie. Yeah, the uh, the the who the 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 I don't even know the word. Next question coming from <laughs> Australian friend of the pod seven xzza. Um, it's it's his question is a little bit longer, so I'll read the first part and then include his explanation or like rationale. I just didn't want to write all of it out. Um, he said, do you think insanely high resale prices are normalizing the designer retail price for shoes? Uh, many people often opted for cheaper shoes from Nike, Adidas, Puma, etc. But now it seems that people are diversifying their wardrobe, e.g. funny Rick shoe, when it seems the retail price can compare to that of anything Travis Scott has been spotted within a five mile radius of. <laughs> it's not a bad point. It's not a bad point. For me, I don't think so, though. I think mm -hmm. they're not normalizing designer retail prices. People are paying thousands of dollars for Nikes and they're not paying thousands of dollars for designer shoes outside of your very, very niche Rick heads. But there are mm -hmm. so many, I mean, there's more than obviously Rick heads. There's a, there, there are people paying for designer shoes, mm -hmm. but there are way more people paying Nike resale prices on dunks that cost five dollars to make rather than spending that same amount of money on a designer shoe that's like artisanally crafted um mm -hmm. and a lot of people aren't paying retail for designer shoes which you don't yeah. see 
like you aren't going to pay half price for a hyped resell shoe, but you might pay six hundred dollars for a Geo Basket when it retailed for eleven hundred. Use a shout out to Geo Casket. Use his Essence referral code if you're going to buy something there. Yep, that helps him out tremendously. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Saul? Do you think high resale prices are normalizing the designer retail price? No, I think that people are always going to pay for a name associated to things, whether it be Travis Scott in, in Dunks or like ASAP Rocky in those ASAP guest shirts or, you know, like whatever it is, people are going to pay to look like people that they are idolizing and they're going yeah. to pay to fit in, right? Um, if, you know, you're... 16 you show up to high school in, in geo baskets nobody's gonna care right unless you're you know oh, i paid so much for these i paid so much for these i paid so much for these i don't think anybody's gonna care but if you pull up in like the travis scott air force one whatever nonsense people are gonna go crazy because it's travis scott and people in high school are like what's up ragers you know what i mean like <laughs> it's i don't think that there are many people past the age of like 28 that are paying maybe like kias omar free kias omar but like Kais, Kais, I thought it was Kias, my bad, Kais. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're paying to like you're you're paying to fit in. You're paying to show off how much you can spend on things to to look like you know Travis Scott or ASAP Rocky or Tyler the Creator, whatever it may be. Um, you're not paying for for quality, and I think no. that you know that stuff falls to the wayside when you're 17 or 16 years old and you just want to look popular or you know wear what the popular kids are wearing. Well said. Thank you. Um, our next question. Oh, no, I'm sorry, John. It's you. It's all good, Doc. Uh, next question comes from our good friend Tillman, Tillman Hagendas on Instagram. There are underscores between all of those words. Um, but Tillman asks, what kind of government policies do you think we should see lobby for? Do you think we should lobby for in order to increase sustainability within the fashion industry? For example, brands being responsible for recycling clothes that they produce, carbon tax, water use tax, etc. I think he um, laid it out quite well. You know, I think he did too. Um, responsible I start. I was just gonna say that it's really hard to do something like a water use tax or a carbon tax because so many clothes are produced externally. There's not a lot of American-made brands, um, and if you're doing that, then you're basically increasing tariffs. And I think the problem with a lot of these these policies is that companies will then raise prices to reflect that, and it'll hurt the consumer rather than anybody else. Um, the companies are still going to make their money. They're not going to change their practices because at the end of the day, Nike knows that if somebody's willing to pay $100 for a pair of dunks, they're going to pay 160 And for most people, that's not going to stop them, right? Mm-hmm. Um so I, 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 I really don't know. Um, I think that the, the back end has to be improved. Um, and so paying for like fast fashion comprises something like 80% of waste from consumers. Um, it's some ridiculous number. Like, it's don't huge. quote me on that, but it's, it's wild. Um, and so potentially making them pay for their externalities, whether that be the trash or the, the disposal of chemicals or whatever it is, is the right way to go rather than putting taxes on things as they're coming in, um, which will reflect back into the consumer. Um, I also want to shout out, John, I think you should look into them. And I think we could do, I think we should reach out and see if we could work on their marketing. But there's a company called Goodfair, G-O-D-F-A-I-R, that 
um, Anna's, somebody in Anna's family like recommended to me to, to check out. They're really cool. But basically what they do is in Houston, Texas, kind of where all these like fast fashion and recycled clothes go to, you know, get basically crunched down into cubes like die. Wally. Yeah. Exactly. And then get shipped externally. They save the ones that look cool and then they sell them. The only problem is their marketing is like horrendous. Um, and I don't think that they understand the hype around like single stitch t-shirts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that we could, we could, uh, ball out if we reached out and we're like, let us take over, visit your warehouse or something. I don't know, but yeah. Perfect. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. What about you, John? What do you think should be done? Um, okay. So I think brand accountability is huge. It's going to be mm-hmm. difficult for because a lot of these brands outsource to third world countries to produce Mm -hmm. but if there's any way you can increase accountability on imports which will be Mm -hmm. very difficult because i think you have to get both sides to agree both countries Mm -hmm. um i think that that would be huge and would decrease a lot of the unnecessary waste in the Mm -hmm. in the fast fashion sector um i think a huge thing like imagine if H&M committed to donating their extra clothes instead of destroying them or even like if if a high fashion brand cuz you know Burberry a couple years Burns. ago came under huge fire for literally setting their clothes on fire they still do they, it they, I'm sure they still do it but because yeah. um, they were too snobby to put their clothes on sale and have that brand reputation. If you mm-hmm. donated them to people in need, oh my goodness, that would yeah. send your PR through the roof. Yeah. Diet Prada would write just, something nice about you. I just think that it'd be really hard for a brand like Burberry who wants their image to be like, you know, they, they partnered with like Chris Wu, right? They don't want, especially in the West, I think, and, and even in the East as well, like in Asia and China, they don't want their public image to be associated with poor people, right? Because people are paying for Burberry, Burberry, excuse me, and paying for the like prestige and like, oh, this is something that like elites wear or like rich people wear and the fashionable, not, you know, this is something that a homeless person would wear, which is really sad. I'd like, you know, I, I'm not advocating for this at all. This is just what the brands see. Um, that's really sad. Like, I think if they maybe even just like broke down their clothes and donated the scraps and they were just like, here, like take the fabric, that would be the way to go. Cause then you're protecting your, your designs, you're protecting your, your IP basically, but those fabrics aren't, aren't going to waste. Very well said. Yeah. Um, our next question coming from Dominic DX Troy. He says, how do I end this cycle of buy, <laughs> buy clothes, feel sad, buy clothes, buy clothes. Um, I've been trying to cut back on the, on the clothing purchases recently. Cause I've realized they're just like a quick blip of joy mm-hmm. and back to the old grind. But no, I think the trick is maybe it's diff- it's difficult, but saving up for what you actually want rather than like something that's close to what you actually want. Um, cause then you won't be satisfied because it's like, oh, I wanted this boot, but this one looks a lot like it, but isn't quite as expensive. Sometimes you'll be more, 
you'll actually have scratched the itch per se if you if you buy the real one. But mm-hmm. to end the cycle, I my main recommendation is find other things. Like if you start finding yourself feeling sad, this works for me. I'm not giving advice per se, but I'm just gonna let you know it works for me. If I start feeling down in the dumps, I will do one of a couple things. I will reach out to a friend, not even tell mm-hmm. him I'm feeling down. Just just reach out, have a conversation. That usually works. I'll go out, go for a walk, just think about stuff. Getting outside, you know, get the vitamin D. It'll it'll probably make you feel chipper. Or like just eat something fresh. Like hmm. eat some good fruits and vegetables. That nine times out of ten just gets my mind back on track. Because sometimes it's it's like a vitamin deficiency or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, that could be some some weird advice. Doesn't have much to do with the buying clothes part, more the feeling sad part. But that's what works for me. Yeah, I, I think that's really good advice. Also, just I know that there's stigma against it, but I really think that everybody should have a therapist um, to yeah. talk to. Um, and I know that it's scary, and I know that it might seem like you're admitting that there's something wrong with you. Um, it's not. It's just somebody who you can talk to. You can say basically anything and they won't judge you. You don't have to have them like worry about you or anything like that. Like it's just somebody to confide in. Um, and I understand that there are constraints based on like monetary status and things like that. But in most cases, healthcare does cover it. Um, and like there's nothing wrong with you if you want to go to therapy. It's just like something positive that you can do. Um, that has a profound and lasting impact on your mental health. Um, even if, you know, you're, you're happy and there's, there's something, you know, like I've been in a really good state mentally for about three weeks now and I still talk to my therapist and I'm just like, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling great. Um, but you know, I just want to talk about this and they, you know, they sit there and listen. Like it's, it's nice to just have somebody listen to you. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And like, you know, you can always go to your friends with this sort of stuff, but you know, I, I don't want my friends to constantly have to worry about me. I don't want to put like an emotional burden on them because they have their own stuff. Um, yeah, I just think that everybody could benefit from therapy. Well said. I agree. Thank you. Blasting right down the list. This one comes from Discord user Axis. Any grails you wish to own? Uh, two capital overcoat and uh, matcha denim from uh, pure blue Japan. Or is it pure blue Japan? I think it's it is. SDA. Oh, it's SDA. Sorry. Fake yeah, fan. Yeah. Not a fake fan. Zip it. I zip nothing because you got your you. That's like your favorite jeans brand is Studio Artisan. Or no, you're most you're most Japan, talked about. Yeah, pure blue Japan also does true indigo dye. I mean, they all do, but mm-hmm. um, I think. I don't know who did them. Somebody just released those patchwork military pants, and I was SDA. looking at those before. Those were also SDA? Fake fan, man. I'm telling you. Don't call me a fake fan. I... You've proven it twice in the last 45 seconds. Name every dunk that came out in 2015, John. Obviously, you're on low battery on your laptop, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's the only reason why, of course, though. But <laughs> uh, that, reminds me, that reminds me of the meme that's like, you oh, you're, uh, you're a fan brand. of... You should know which brand your grail pair of denim comes from, though. I, I should. with that. Yeah, I, I should. I'm not trying to call Come you on. out. I feel bad. Never mind. Oh, it's wait. Like, 
to anybody playing the pair of kings drinking game, take uh, take two drinks. John was just a, John was mean. Oh no, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm okay. completely kidding. I, I should know. Yes, go buy some pants. Um, let's see. My grails. Very lucky to say I have my my big two, my high fashion and my sneaker grail, which is. The Milk Crate Blazers and the Calvin Klein 205 West 39 NYC text boots in dark turquoise. Um, he said he wished to own though. Yeah, wish to own. I'm saying I'm very – I'm prefacing this mm, that I'm lucky okay, okay, on okay. my big two. Gotcha. Um, however, grails I wish to own. There's nothing that I'm like freaking out about right now. Like, mm-hmm. like really need it. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to say there's nothing I'm like actively want to spend a thousand dollars on as far as clothes oh, go. Okay. Not that I would. I've never spent a thousand dollars on an article of clothing. But that's it. Is what it is. Sorry, I don't have a good answer. Moving on. It is down. what it is. Um, next question coming from Discord user Henry Trimble. He says, the UN contacts you and tells you that to stop the pollution caused by the clothing industry and people in general, you must decide on the one outfit that every single person on Earth must wear from now on. What are you picking, John? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is similar to my uh, to my Desert Island answer because I want it to be, like, convertible, helpful, that people can wear it in different climates. So we're going to do the same thing. We're going to do on the, on the feet. We're going to do Hoka One One Clifton sixes. It's a great Mm -hmm. running shoe. Very, very cushioned, very supportive should, should be a good shoe for a lot of different foot types. Um, on the legs, we'll do some, some convertible pants from, huh? We'll we'll go LL Bean. We'll throw we'll throw the homies in Maine, throw them a bone. So you can do pants in the winter, shorts in the summer. Everyone's happy. On top, we are doing a a T-shirt from. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. T-shirt is is yet to be determined. But a T-shirt underneath a sweater underneath. Like a like a soft shell jacket, like an outerwear jacket that you can layer if it's cold. You can mm-hmm. derobe swarm. Not a fun answer. I I don't know if you're expecting epic geo basket uh, for everyone as your answer, but I'm going. What's going to be best for the human race? Mm, I like that. Thank you. How about you, Saul? What do you got? I was going to say no more clothing production. Everything just stops and everybody's got to wear vintage or what's out right now. That's it. Like no more, no more we, new we, stuff. We'd be able to do that. Easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, boom. There you go. Everyone has to stop except we can still do merch. <laughs> That's the only release. Well, no. I mean you, you could do merch. You could get vintage <laughs> and kidding. you could print on those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basket yeah. Case did that. Shout out to Zach. Mm-hmm. Over at Basket Case, he is doing some crazy stuff. Yeah, awesome stuff. Really cool. Um, so it's time to move on to the question that I am most excited about for this entire podcast. Mm-hmm. Damn. This one comes from our good friend Geo Babish, and it goes as follows. 
if you had to take me on a date, first of all, it wouldn't be had to take you. We, if we got to take you on a date, where would we take Geo Babish and why? Start it off. Let's hear it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go a little bit off the rails. I feel like because Mr. Mr. GB is so into fashion and so into like Rick Owens and whatnot, he would want to do the least Rick Owens thing possible. You know what I mean? Like a little break from the monotony of being a Rick. Exactly. I'm going to, I'm going to take him, I'm going to take him out of his comfort zone. We are going to get in a car, right? We're going to drive up to Vermont, like Appalachia, basically. We're going to, I'm going to pack a a cooler full of like some lunch. We're going to bring a little, little, little green egg or the whatever green egg. Smoker thing. Exactly. We're going to, we're going to have nice lunch. Then we're going to throw on some waders, some boots. We're going to go fly fishing and fishing. Sit in, just conversate, talk, maybe have a couple drinks, whatever it is. We are going to finish around five. We're going to throw on some bug spray, obviously, have to. Uh, we're going to get the the fish that we catch, maybe some trout, um, maybe some some carp if we're really feeling it. Um, we're going to hop over to the, the little green egg. We're going to throw on a, a nice brisket, maybe two or three pounds. It's going to be smoking the entire time, but we're going to, we're going to throw it around. Um, we're going to throw on some fish. We're going to cook up and make some veggies. Uh, we're going to sit back. Um, we're going to find a nice place to sit, maybe set up, maybe set up a hammock, uh, hang out, eat some food, watch the stars. Um, and then we can camp outside and then we will head back the next morning. That sounds spectacular. Yeah. No, uh, no need to dress fancy. Just throw on some, I don't know, cargo pants and a, and a t-shirt, maybe a, a vest if you're feeling funky, but no need for, for kiss boots or anything crazy. Just nice low stakes. Yeah. Unless you want to, I mean, I can't imagine wearing waders over kiss boots. Um, I'd be worried be, about them like, the punching the hole. It could be Rick Owens fishing gear. That'd be wild. I think you'd scare the fish away, though. That's true. You'd you'd attract <laughs> like the um, the one. Well, it's not just from Nemo. The angler fish with the <laughs> the light on its head. That's a Rick fish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would that would be my pick. What about you, John? Okay. So I thought. A lot about this question because you know Babish is a good friend of ours and we want mm-hmm. to be able to impress as well as entertain mm-hmm. um, to start things off picky up in my forerunner Marlene um, playing a little a little fun music maybe some some light reggae as we get in the Ooh, car something okay. something, ju- something like little out of the ordinary but okay it's a conversation starter because that's what For it's sure. all about first date sure. is conversation based you're like a chat chat hanks with the reggae exactly <laughs> but minus the racism yeah. um <laughs> not racism appropriation uh yeah. anyways blasting right down we are going rug shopping Ooh, it's out of place but it's not a chore per se. I think going okay. rug shopping with Geo Babish would be a dream. We don't even have to buy anything. I just want to go to a big rug warehouse, look through stuff, talk, you know, see what we like, what, see what we're feeling, what we're not, maybe buy a rug. Uh, I think <laughs> just being kind of in a different place. I mean, how often do you go rug shopping? That is going to inspire your head 
to uh, come up with some interesting conversation topics. Mm-hmm. After rug shopping, we're going out light light lunch, maybe a um, couple appetizers. You know, keep it casual because we've still got a day ahead. After that, we are going out into you know into nature because we want to we want to get both sides of things. We want to get the suburban side. We're going rug shopping. After that, we're we're hitting the trail, doing a doing a light hike, more mm. conversation. You know, we're talking about fashion, talking about gaming, talking about life itself, and then uh, then it's dinner time. We're heading off to make some homemade pasta. Ooh, uh, busting out the old the KitchenAid mixer with the pasta attachment to love it. Really put the icing on the cake, so to speak, and uh, yeah, nice. Nice pasta dinner, maybe watch some some anime after, and uh, take him back to his place of residence at a nice safe time, so no one gets worried. Perfect. There we go. Too lovely. I like that we both went the, the nature route. Yeah, I think that's important. I think that's a good actual first date location. It's mm-hmm. like, like a safe public park. Yeah, I agree. Um, John, next question coming oh. from New York legend, Mr. Chop Cheese himself. Um, he asks, if you had two months, 23 days, and nine hours to fuse any garment with your body, how would you do it and with what garment? Ouch. First of all, um, I'd, I'd pierce a keychain in me and get it over with. Ooh, where? Where would you do your piercing? Um... Earring. I do. I do hmm. a keychain earring. That'd be cool. I don't want to fuse a garment with my body, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the cop out answer and do a piece of jewelry. John, I have oh, a better answer. Go off, gang. I'm getting those Amiri jeans back. I'm oh, wearing them every single day, fused. every minute, every hour for two months, twenty three days. I'm ocean soaking those motherfuckers. I'm gonna. I'm going to make sure that they are literally welded to my legs. And at the end of that, some dude's going to come. He's like, all right, I have to try to take these off. They're not going to budge, John. It's like second skin. Second skin. He, he, he's going to need like an angle grinder. Exactly. He's going to need like an angle grinder. Yes. Exactly. No, they're like compression leggings. Saul is now a torso. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. He's put on the Amiri jeans. <laughs> Oh, dear. Great answer, though. Spectacular. Thank you. Um, yeah. That's a long and very specific amount of time as well. That's yeah, not, I, I don't think that's the significance of. I don't think that's the amount of time from Donnie Darko, is it? Because uh, you know, Frank's it? like, seven days, 22 hours. You know that part? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Time... It's like 43 days or something. I just looked it up. It what is. is... Uh, I'm looking up quotes. Uh, no, hold on. You have. Uh... Sorry, everyone. Yep, no, we're looking up Donnie. Dark. Okay, it is 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, 12 seconds. Okay, yeah. So, so close. No, it's not that. But, but no cigar. Um. Jake Gyllenhaal's breakout role? Uh, it's my favorite role of his. Okay. So yes, to me. Really? Yes. Wait, not not a Nightcrawler guy. I've never seen that. Oh, John, it's so good. 
Gotta check it out. Yeah, it's a little unnerving how well he plays that role. Ooh, definitely need to check it out then. Yeah. But we can't do that on the pod because it's already an hour long. So, <laughs> moving down, this one comes from Larby X Dolly. That's L-A-R-B-I-X-D-A-L-I. How do you cop Johns if you're broke? Asking for a friend, LOL. Sell ones you don't wear anymore and buy vintage. Buy vintage. Well, first of all, if you're broke, broke, don't buy clothes if you don't yes. need to. Yes, Um. Second of all, thrift, buy vintage. Third of all, if you want to buy stuff for retail, sell stuff you already have. Mm-hmm. But number one is don't if you're broke. Yeah. Um. Yes. I like that a lot. Next question coming from Yannick26. I believe, What is it? Boy wearing clothes on Instagram? I think it's boy wears clothes. Great. Confirming already as we up speak. On there. Perfect. Boy with clothes. Um, boy with clothes. Excuse me. I'll have to get used to it. But he asks, we already know your flying colors, but what would the official flag of the Pair of Kings podcast nation look like? A bowl of oatmeal on a flag. Oh, no. I was going to say like... We don't know what that is. No, we don't. Um, I was gonna say it's horrendous. It's like made in MS Paint, and it's like iridescent. It's like one of those. It's like lenticular printed. You know those old things yeah. that you would get at the the yeah. dentist office that were like rhinoceros, and then you would tilt them, and it'd be like a flamingo. But you can't even like tell that. what it is both ways. It's like one of those exactly. images. And yes, it's that both ways. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Boom. Perfect. Let's and get it. And in get Comic it. Sans, in like a rainbow gradient, it says "Pair of Kings" with like varying capital letters. And somehow every word is misspelled. Yes. It's Including P- of. I-A-R. O-V. No, O-F-F. Pair of. K- Shut up. Off-white. K-I-N-G space S. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is powerful. <laughs> Flag coming soon. Uh, okay. This one comes from Discord user Chair. Funniest member of the podcast? Discord? Perhaps. <laughs> um, how do normal functioning human beings feel about you saying the word Johns around them? I don't uh, say that word in public. I don't say that word in public either. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> Next question. Uh, coming from Discord user Lim. He asked if you had to go a year without wearing shoes, would your fits change? John, this is a question for you because I don't wear shoes. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I can cheese it and like wear Burks or something. <laughs> but if I had to wear Birkenstocks for a year, or if I just didn't have to wear shoes for a year, I'd basically just stock up, find a grocery store that would allow me in without shoes, because no shirt, no shoes, no service. So, um, hopefully, hopefully stock up on food, and kind of just chill chill at the house for a year because not only are you going to cut your feet up, you're going to destroy your feet. Like the bone structure, oh, you yeah. bone spurs in your heels. I can barely walk around on cement without shoes now without feeling it for the next two days. Yeah. I was going to say, you'd have the lamest episode of sneaker shopping with Joe LaPuma. They'd like invite you on six months in. You'd be like, let's see what you're feeling, what you're not. And you'd be like, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this. And at the end, when you go to the desk, you'd just be like, Thank you so much for having me. Like, goodbye. Yes. That'd be a very funny prank episode. Be like, yeah, we are, we lose money every month. We're not going to buy anything. <laughs> we are profiting. Let's get on sneaker shopping. 
<laughs> we're, we're negative. We are in in the red. Um, but yes, not going to try and go a year without shoes yet. Maybe if I'm on my Bear Grylls type beat someday. Also, complete side note, there's a show called Alone on, I think, it's on History Channel, but I think you can watch it on Amazon Prime. It is so good. It's about like people getting dropped off in super remote locations of the world. You can pick like 10 things to bring with you. And you just survive as long as you can. Um, they film themselves, so there's no camera crew out with them. And it's oh. like you just see how long you can go, and whoever goes the longest gets half a million dollars. Cool. It's really good. But do they have any previous experience, or is it yeah, just a complete? lot of them okay. are like survivalists? You have to okay, try cool. out for the show. So it's like serious, serious people. But also, like, you'll think, like, oh, this person's going to do great. They get out there, step on a log, twist their ankle, they're done in four hours. Uh, it's kind yeah, of luck yeah. of the draw sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, there was a guy who um, survived alone, actually he was with a dog, on a, on a remote island for an entire year. Wow. Yeah. Did anyone know he was out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his friends, okay. like, dropped him off. And then he had an emergency radio. Like, he got a cut on his finger on, like, day 200 that was getting really badly infected um and i think he was like out of antibiotics and he managed to like push through it he did 365 days that's wild Mm -hmm. but yes pretty pretty crazy yeah yes indeed blasting right down the list this one comes from discord user samism and samism asks did macklemore popularize thrifting do you know anybody who thrifted before the song dropped I don't think he popularized it, but he definitely made it cool. Yeah, I think he maybe brought it to the mainstream for youth culture. Mm -hmm. Because I was like in high school at the time, and people definitely started wearing thrifted stuff more after the song came out. But Mm -hmm. I've been I've been on the thrift wave pretty much my entire life. Mm -hmm. We've got some great local shops, really cool stuff. I always enjoyed it because you get stuff that's unique that. You know, other people aren't necessarily wearing, which sounds gatekeepy, but it's it's cool to dress your own way. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to add. I think that I don't know. I just think it might have made it like cool to wear thrifted clothes because he, you know, the whole song was about like, oh, my t-shirt costs nothing. Like, why are you wearing? Five hundred dollar T-shirts. Yeah, it was it was like a jab at main consumerism, mm-hmm. high fashion type. Beat. Yeah. Yes. Um, but another question coming from New York Legend Chop Cheese. He asks, "Why does nobody love me?" Chop Cheese. I responded to this one in the in the Discord, but you know we're always here to talk. If you genuinely feel like that, you got you got a network of people in the Discord. Also. You know, if you need to get in touch with a professional, we can help with that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm also like a train right away. If you want to come up and grab lunch, do it. There you go. Is Chop Cheese um, actually from New York? I think so, yeah. He posted a photo, I think, in a bodega. Ooh. Yeah. Um, also, have you tried writing? Have you tried never ever leaving from beside him? Because uh, he wants you and he needs you and he's down for you always. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> it took me a second to realize what you're talking about. <laughs> key key moment. Okay. Moving right down Wait, the list. What if what if Miyazaki and Kiki's delivery service just had Kiki do the dance? Moving right down the list. This one comes from <laughs> our good friend Sebastian. Sebastian underscore M underscore B on Instagram. And Sebastian asks, what has been your worst shopping experience, Saul? Go for it. <laughs> Me trying to buy this brisket today. <laughs> yeah, terrible. that was trash. Um, that, that's just awful. What about you, John? Um, I don't know if I have any outwardly bad ones. Oh, one time when I was a kid, I was at a candy store and, um, basically I picked out, it was like one of the ones where you fill up your own bag with jelly beans Mm -hmm. and like, they didn't have the pricing anywhere. You couldn't see how expensive Mm -hmm. it was. And I was, I was a kid. I mean, I didn't have a source of income, um, I was with my parents, thankfully, because I got up to the counter and they were like, oh, it's this is like 15 bucks or something for jelly beans. I was like, yo, never mind. I don't want them. And she was like, well, you can't return them. And me being a little kid thought anything an adult told me was law. So I was like, well, got to pay $15 for these jelly beans, which I did. But if it was Damn. out, it just walked out and like, yeah, I don't yep. want them. I, I can refuse this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awful. Very scarring moment for me. Yeah. And the jelly beans weren't that good either. I picked out some, <laughs> some trash flavors, I guess. Damn. Hate to hear it. Yes. Yes, indeed. Ugh. I'll also shout out. I once went to buy Legos as a kid at like our local toy store. And I got to the counter. My little brother was there as well. Um, and he put like $20 on it. And he turned around to watch me pick out some Pokemon cards. And he turned back around. And the guy had just taken his $20. and was like, no, you didn't, you didn't put any money on the counter. I got oh, my gosh. Out. Yep. Stealing from a little kid. Yep. We called our mom. And she was like yelling at him. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, he never put money on the counter. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, second question coming from Sebastian. Fashion-related documentaries you recommend watching? Um, I don't have any good ones. You go ahead. Uh, Dior and I. And then there's one about McQueen that Geo Babish and a couple of people have recommended. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, I can also recommend a couple of really good books. Um. There is, oh, God damn it! it's called uh, To Die For by Lucy Siegel. I've talked about it a couple times in the pod. And then there's yeah. also a, a um, I'm Googling it right now. Um, there's a book about the history of the corset and, oh, like, cool. what it did to fashion. Um, hold on. Fashion book. Hold. Uh, Bound to Please by Leigh Summer. Summers. Um, it's really cool. Um, it kind of talks about the differing standards of women's fashion and expectations of the female body um, back in like Victorian era England when corsetting was very popular um, and kind of the destruction of health that it caused uh, because women wanted these like exaggerated figures. And I think it's relevant to today as we see like Kim Kardashian waist training and getting surgeries to have this ridiculous figure that's completely unattainable. Mm-hmm. 
Um, don't idolize the Kardashians, by the way. They are big trash. Don't. True. Yes, indeed. Okay. Moving down. Third question from Sebastian. What do you guys think of Chinatown Market? Sean, you want to take this one first? Trash. Yeah. I think if they actually embrace the fact that it was a Chinatown market and like sold fake bags and sold yeah. bootleg stuff and like that's what they started off that. doing and then it yeah. became oh we're this we're this brand now we're gonna just brand it with our own stuff no it's it's uninspired no. they come out with stuff every day which is kind of or like almost every day which is their their draw but it also a lot of it seems extremely low effort it's like fast fashion like it, it is it's, they're basically yeah. Hype beast, fast fashion. I actually don't know if they're a very hype beast, but no, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I mean, like, they sold the tie dye kit for $30. Like, what are you doing? And the stuff isn't even that cool. Like, I hate to say it, it's just like stupid smiley face. Like, I don't know, they could do so much better. And I think that, yeah, they started kind of bastardized China 100%. Yeah, they 100% dropped the ball at this point. Big yeah. trash. Big trash. Um, but our next question, sorry we're moving a little bit quickly, but I'm going to slow it down for a little bit here and give a long shout out. Um, Raymond Johnson Jensen on Instagram and in Discord, uh, Raymond Johnson Jen reached out to me last week and he was like, hey, uh, I'd like to send you something. Like I, I gave my PO box out, I think two weeks ago. He's like, I'd like to send you something. Um, I picked it up. It was only you know a couple of dollars. I think you'd really like it. I think it would fit in. Um, do you mind if I send it to you? Like, would, would you be okay? And I was like, you know, that's incredibly sweet. You really don't have to, you know, the, 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 the fact that you would think of me, is like more than enough. Um, and he, he was like, no, I insist like, you know, whatever. Um, so he sent it and I was, ex- he, he wanted me to do like a live opening on the pod. Um, and I was planning on doing it, but I was also expecting, um, a package from Grailed. Um, I got like a black anorak from undercover from the year I was born. Um, and I like peeked into the package and it was black and I was like, oh, awesome. So I popped it open and it was his. So I feel really bad. Um, but I will still absolutely shout it out and explain what it is and talk about how much I love it. Um, it's a black and yellow, like members only jacket. Um, it looks like a varsity jacket, but it's got that kind of members only material. Um, and on the back, it's got like a, a smiley face um, or like a weird kind of like, uh, it looks like you put like a, a face on a gear. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and it's got like a weird body and it says scrappy like above it. And then AIC in big letters on top. Like, I really love it. I wore it cool. <laughs> for two days straight, basically. And then it rained and then it's like soggy sitting in my living room. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, and it definitely fits into like what I wear. Um I'd definitely like to wear it more once it got a little bit colder. Like we had two days where it was chilly and now it's back to being like 76. But um, no, I, I really love it. And I like thank Ray like so much. Like I sent him a thank you note. And I hope he gets it. Um, I don't know. Like I was really touched. Like, you know, you didn't have to do that. But it it was really cool that somebody like thought about me and they know what my style is just by listening to like me speak with you every week. You know, like it's a little bit surreal. Like it's, it's something that I would have bought myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just like incredibly touching. Um, oh, seriously. Yeah. And like, thank you so much. Um, I'll post you, photos right? of it. Um, probably on the pod account when I get back to 
New Haven. Um, for sure, I'll post photos of it, but um, I wanted to kind of keep it under wraps until the pod and talk about it and thank him properly. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, and I also have a good story for this answer or for this question. But he asks, what is something that you experienced that was embarrassing at the time, but is funny now? Okay. Do you want to go first since you have a you have something planned? Sure. Yeah. So I was in seventh grade. Um, and I got invited to a uh, bat mitzvah. For those who don't know, it's like a Jewish coming-of-age ceremony. Usually there's a service and then a party. Um, so I was at the party, and I was only there with, like, three friends. Um, the rest were, were girls um, from this girl's summer camp. And so um, I'm standing at what is – it's in, like, a nightclub, but they, like, box off the bar area, but there's still, like, a front bar. Um, and I'm standing there like literally not saying anything to anyone just you know awkward teenage boys trying to look cool and like our blue button downs and khakis that were too big um we're standing there for like two hours like doing nothing but talking about basketball and none of us know what we're talking about um but at the end of the night this girl comes over and she she comes over to me and she's like hey my friend thinks you're really cute do you want to go over there and kiss her and Whoa. i look over and she's she the girl's like looking and she waves and like turn red and i was like uh yeah maybe like you have to give me a little bit and she was like okay yeah for sure so i <laughs> i walked into the bathroom uh like splashed water on my face i was like all right we're gonna do this like this is huge i hadn't had my first kiss by the way so like this is big for me um splash water a, on my face it's a bold like just going right into it yeah, I, I I haven't talked to this person uh, at all, but I like splash water on my face, went to the bathroom, and I like, you know, we're gonna do this like, you know, you've wanted this for so long, like you're finally gonna kiss a girl, it's incredible. <laughs> and somewhere in that process, I got so freaked out, I realized I had been in the bathroom for like 15 minutes. I was like, oh god, like they're gonna think that I was taking a poop, and like that's terrible, like oh my god i can't do this like i freaked myself out like i i just flip-flopped you went from exactly. confident king to yeah. shriveled excuse for a however old yeah you were. a withered withered husk for a 14 year old Perfect. or 13 year old and i i walked out of the front of the the nightclub where the bar mitzvah was and i sat on the curb for 45 minutes until my friends came outside and they were like where have you been like did you kiss the girl and i was like no i didn't and they all laughed and they went back inside and I continued to sit outside for like 15 minutes oh my until, my, until my friend's dad picked us up and we were driving back and they were all laughing about it. And they even told one of my friend's dads and he was dying and I was just there like mortified and I wanted nothing uh -huh. to do with it. Um, I'm trying to remember like the name so I could shout out the girl, but I don't um, remember in the slightest. Um but yeah, I'm mortifying at the time, but objectively hilarious right now. Pretty funny. My mm -hmm. heart goes out to you, my friend. That is that is quite a tale. Yep. First oh time gosh. I kissed a girl, I was in senior year of high school, I think. Same. Yep. Look at us. Balling. But at Balling. what cost? <laughs> what about yep. you, John? Okay. Sorry embarrassing story for john that ended up being funny i think i've told this one on the pod before but mm -hmm. it was my freshman year of college and i had just finished a class um and i was i was on my long board because i was very cool and 
I made the choice to longboard back to my dorm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got up to the intersection. Uh, it was a two-way intersection, but then there was a crosswalk. Very busy street in East Lansing, Michigan. Um, and I was with about 200 of my closest friends from that class because it was a giant lecture. And I got up to the to the stop, hit a crack in the sidewalk, and I went backwards. The board went forward into the intersection, got snapped in half nice. by a car. Car kept going, didn't care. <laughs> still had to wait because there were still a bunch of cars coming. And, you know, people had pressed the walk button. But there was still like 15 <laughs> seconds where I just had to sit there and watch it. And um, essentially had to walk into the middle of the street in front of a ton of people, pick up the shattered remains of my longboard. Uh, Like the trucks got bent, like just a whole board was snapped in half. Mm -hmm. Um, Carried it back to my dorm. And yeah, I I have nothing else to say. Oh, also, I don't know if you're familiar with the social media of Yik Yak. It was like... It was like an anonymous. It was really fun freshman year. It was like an anonymous. You just would post whatever. Like I'd basically post tweets on it. I'd post like little jokes and stuff. Some people would be weird on it, but for me and my group of friends, it was a lot of fun. But I checked Yik Yak later on in the day, and there were like three posts. Like, did anyone see that kid outside Brody get his longboard snapped? <laughs> it's like, hey, I saw it because I was there because it was me. Um, yeah, that was, that was a good old time. And now I look back on it and it's hilarious. So, I mean, it was pretty funny when it happened, but it was very embarrassing at the same time. Yep. But we made it. We're here. Uh, we have a podcast now. We have a podcast. So, you know, maybe if that didn't happen, the pod would have never started because I would have rode back to my dorm and not looked at whatever sneaker. My freshman mm-hmm. year that led me to yeah. joining Deadstock Report and then to meeting my friend <laughs> Saw and starting a pod. Yes. Boom. Yeah. Classic. Love it. <laughs> Blasting right down the list. Another question from our good friend Geo Babish. Do you think the lines between masculine and feminine clothing will ever be blurred to the general public or will it stay a niche thing within fashion? Uh, no, um, I think it'll stay in fashion. It might become more popular within the fashion world, but I think that society, at least for a very long time, will not be ready for like androgynous fashion because of conventions of like, oh, wearing something like that is, is gay or like, oh, to be a man, I I have to wear boot cut jeans and And Henley shirts. You know what I mean? Yes. Fuck Henley's. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. Unfortunately, I don't think those lines are going to be blurred for the general public Mm -hmm. anytime soon, which is a Mm -hmm. shame. But hopefully generations down the road that can see some change. Yeah. Um, Next question coming from Jacob Day. uh, That is J-Day 2001. He says, what are the king's morning routines? Um, Wake up. Think about potting. Go to bed, repeat. No drink? Oh, yeah. I drink some water here and there. Photosynthesis, typically, for food source. I did say draining. Oh, I thought you said drank. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, there's some draining involved. But no, my morning routine's pretty pretty typical. Wake up, breakfast, then shower, then get dressed, of course, and mm-hmm. then yeah, kind of go about the day. Uh, right now, full time potting, so work on making memes, contacting guests, all that stuff. There's a lot that goes into it behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, it's I I'm enjoying the days. They, they're blending together a little bit, but so is or such is life in quarantine. Yeah. So I'll walk us through the routine, big dog. Uh, wake up, jump out of bed, drag a comb across my head, uh, find my way downstairs, drink a cup, um, look up, notice I was late, uh, find my coat, grab my hat, uh, make the bus in seconds flat. Um, make my way upstairs, have a smoke, um, and then when everybody speaks, I go into a dream. Is this a song? I don't know this song. <laughs> it's A Day in the Life by the Beatles. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Um, no. Clearly um, a fake fan over here. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I usually just wake up, shower, get dressed, and go. Um, I used to have a more in-depth morning routine, but I usually like to sleep a little bit more now. Yeah. We're old now. Also, yeah. breakfast. Eat breakfast. If you're listening to this podcast, start eating breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. Most important meal of the day. It truly is. Mm-hmm. You know, the difference is night and day for me, at least. Yeah. Blasting right down the list. Um, this <laughs> this comes from someone who didn't want us to read their Discord name, so we're just gonna we're just gonna blast right into it. He said he Do- wanted to be named as Ray. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was Ray, but Ray, we're going to read your question and not mention your Discord name. Do you think the comeback of brands like Chrome Hearts and Rick in the mainstream now is an identification of these brands being truly timeless and defeating the hype cycle, or is it just a lucky wave of hype coming for it? Um, good question, first of all. Um, yeah, definitely. I honestly think that for some of the brands, they are timeless, but it does really have to do with the hype. Um, and I think hype is cyclical. It's not just like a one time and then everybody's done with it. Like, I think we see that there are cycles of hype, especially now. Um, I think that like Yeezys will become popular again in like two, three years. Like Ultra Boost will probably become popular again. I think there'll be mm-hmm. something that happens with like NMDs where they become popular in like six years. Um, yeah, like I, I think everything is cyclical, um, whether it's something that is quote unquote timeless. Like I think Rick Owens makes fairly timeless designs but well rick does the forever series too stuff that he makes every Mm -hmm. single season yeah um but like you know there are a lot of rick fanboys right now that i think will migrate to like i don't know capital once they realize that everybody's doing rick owens or like rappers do it you know like it is it is all just a giant cycle oh yeah i'm in the same boat i don't think i mean saying they're on the mainstream in the first place is kind of i mean we're a very very niche market Mm -hmm. exactly rick owens is just a name to probably 95 out of 100 people Mm -hmm. if not more um but yeah i think i don't see either of those brands necessarily being truly timeless uh i but I, i think it'll be cyclical i think rick will come and go um i mean a lot of reasoning why people know rick is from fashion memes not making fun Mm -hmm. of rick but just 
kind of circling around Rick Owens. And then Chrome Hearts uh, is just that's proven to be cyclical because it mm-hmm. wasn't popular. It was popular in the 90s or late 90s, went away mm-hmm. for a long time, and now it's back. It's going to go away for a long time and then come back and then continue. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because something is like popular now. I mean, Chrome has been big for eight months to a year. Rick's been big for a couple of years, but mm-hmm. neither of them have cemented a spot in the mainstream. Agreed. Um, next question coming from Discord user Jared. He asks, who would win in a friendly fight? Between us. Yes, between us. Sorry, I thought that that was... I'm just just for the audience. Just for the audience. Yeah. Um, probably you. Uh, you have a you have a heavy bag in your house. I never. I was gonna say you. You've got reach, weight, and strength on me. But I I'm a gentle giant, man. I've never been in a fight. You know, it's just not my. I don't think it's my thing. I don't know. I mean, we could like light slap box or something if you're really I'd be interested. Down. But uh, <laughs> okay, sounds good. Get a couple G and T's in the boys and watch them throw oh, away the fridge. Yeah, exactly. We'll uh, we'll start arguing about draining, and it'll escalate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe we won't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blasting right down the list. This one comes from Discord user Lego Magneto. Are girls real? No. No. To be determined. Nope. Uh, we have one in the Discord, so maybe. Yes. Yeah, it's possible. Heavy, maybe. Heavy, maybe. We'll we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Shout out Naomi for being girl in the Discord moment. She gets fits off too. So I think one of our first comments on that post was third fits fire. Yeah. It hers. Yep. It was positive. And thank you, Naomi. She said we, it was a really good community. So that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get to the, that comment later. But Simenso uh, asks, where the fuck is Helmet Land? Where is it? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, is this no, like, no funny answer here? I don't know what this is. I've I read this question. I don't know what Helmet Land is. I believe Helmet Lang released shirts that said Helmet Land on them. Oh. Or, or okay. it could have been a knockoff. I, I, I'm it was not a, a big joke. Helmet Lang guy, so I, I Oh, you're not into Archive Helmet Lang? Cringe. I bet you that, that might be the direction that like the archive community goes towards. Nice. I can see that. Yeah. He's got so much stuff in the archives. I just haven't done the research on that's it. That's fair. So it's just a brand that's never stood out to me enough to look into more than just oh boy. surface level. Oh boy. oh, boy. No, John, quick. Say it's unique and fashionable and really cool. It's epic. You can have more people mad at us. Painter jeans are a grail moment. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fine. I mean, if it's your thing, by all means, I'm sure... People who like Helmet Lang hate the stuff that I like. Well, I don't hate Helmet Lang, but they look down on the stuff or don't care about the stuff that I like. I'm digging myself mm-hmm. a hole here. <sighs> okay. Moving down the list. I don't know where Helmet Land is. Um, this one comes from Dom Choi Fashion Boy. How long do you think you would last in a battle with the average cow? You have no tools and they have no cow tools. Uh, not long, dude. Cows are when they're angry, they will destroy you. Oh yeah, that's like cows a two. Can... It's like a thousand pound 
animal basically just deciding it wants you dead. Like bulls are are like they they, they kill people every year. Yeah. Four four minutes tops. Yeah, if the cow's mad and trying to trying to tussle, I'm not gonna last long. Also, yeah. I would never want to kill a cow. I mean, you eat meat, John. I know, but I never want to do it myself. Okay, fair. You know, you don't you don't want to see where the sausage is made, my friend. The sausage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Next question coming from very good friend, podcast alum Marquise. Uh, that is at, at Instagram the dot Marquise dot Martin, and his Discord name is Marquise eighteen sixty one. He says, "Couldn't one say that ASAP Mob is fucked up as hell?" Yes, because yes. they continue to support ASAP Bari. Yep, and they kicked out ASAP Ferg. Yeah, shout out Ferg. If you want to join Pair of Kings, we'll we'll find an opening. If you want to become yeah. POK Ferg. I think ASAP Bob is really stupid. Yeah, I mean, it seems like pretty much all of the hype around ASAP Mob has died, so maybe they were... The, the Ferg thing could have been a PR stunt, honestly. Because when's mm. the last time you were thinking about ASAP Mob? Their uh, their last collab album was big trash too. Mm-hmm. What was it? Cozy Tapes Part Two. Yeah, yeah, it was um, no good. There were like no good songs on it. Uh, I'm looking right now. It was okay. Uh... Let me know if you know any of these songs. School Bus, Perry A, Please Shut Up, Blowing Minds, Black Card, Walk on Water, BYF, Get the Bag, Bahamas, Frat Rules, FYBR, Feel So Good, Coziest, What Happens, Last, or no, and Raph. Raph is the only one that I know. Raph's the only one I know. Yeah. Yeah. Big trash. (sighs) Fuck Asapari, fuck Ian Connor. Fuck ASAP Rocky for supporting them both. Yeah. Straight up. Also, ASAP Rocky is um, bisexual, um, and he is afraid to come out. Um, I hope that he one day gets the confidence to um, kind of be the person he he is and not feel pressured by whoever's around him to not admit it. Um, I do know that because a friend of mine lives in New York City, and one of his friends went home with ASAP Rocky. Uh, huh. He's a man. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, the ASAP Mob can't support anyone who's supporting ASAP Rocky and Connor. Nope, not at all. Yep. Blasting right down. This one comes from Discord user Zim X I M. On average, how many Johns do you cop a month? Are these purchases something you wear frequently? Um, less frequently than I'd like to, just because yeah. I feel like I have too many clothes, but maybe four or three new things a month. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I'll just get T-shirts or like things to support friends that are like you know twenty, fifteen dollars or something, um, mm-hmm. just for fun. But in terms of like big purchases, maybe like one or two things a month, like something yeah. I'm spending over sixty or seventy dollars on without the intent to resell. Yep, I'm in the same boat. Like, mm-hmm. I've been doing more smaller things recently. So, like, one or two bigger things, and then usually four ish smaller things. Yeah. A month. But I'm definitely buying too much right now and not wearing it enough. Also, because mm-hmm. I don't have anything to do and go out for. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely dropping the ball on that. But, yeah. Who knows? 
Um, our next question coming from, oh, Larby. It's the second question of the uh, the episode. He asks, uh, that's Larby X Dolly. Uh, he asked, thoughts on Von Dutch? Weren't they like rooted in racism or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the whole story. I don't. I don't uh, know the, the only thing I know from them is the hats. Not really my thing. They make bowling bags, which I guess is kind of cool. But well, if they're racist, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bowl with someone else. Yeah, I will. Uh, cop my bowling bag from another cool person. Yep. Yeah. Lasting right down the list, though. Um, this one comes from Sway.Y. I think we've moved on to the, the Instagram questions. That we have. Rap Fergalicious right now. No balls. Go for Listen it. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. The beat that I'm bumping is delicious. Definitious Fergalicious. Make the boys go loco. They want my charger so they get their pleasure to show my photo. You can see me. You can squeeze me. I ain't easy. I ain't sleazy. I got reasons why I tease them. Boys just come and go like seasons for delicious, but I am promiscuous. And if you were suspicious, all that shit was fictitious. I blow kisses. That puts some boys on rock, rock. Oh, yeah, Land me down rock. the block just to watch what I got. It's delicious. Okay, you can find the rest of it in our Patreon for $600 a month. Yeah. Just kidding. We don't have that. But yeah, they always all... claim to know me. Coming to me. <laughs> Call me Solly. I'm the S to the O, L, Y, the Y, the Y. And can't know other podcast hosts rap for delicious like me. True. Yeah. Great work. Thank you. That was spectacular. Uh, second question coming for um coming from sway.y that is s4y uh, jesus sw4y.y he says why don't adults play with legos more often legos are so expensive They're now. so pricey yeah if you don't believe us look into lego price like medium sets like 120 dollars oh more than that even. <clears throat> the big sets are like three or four hundred now that were like a hundred when we were kids like the prestige yeah. of getting a big Lego Star Wars set as a kid was unmatched, and now it's oh, like unreal. spending rent on on Legos. You could probably buy an apartment for cheaper than you could get a Lego sized apartment set. Oh, one hundred percent. I like, and the you know the plastic is like five. Oh, it's probably cents. not as good. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I want to know the markups on Legos. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. It'd be cool if they started doing it out of recycled plastic. I think that'd be really admirable. Oh, big time. Lego, yeah. give us a call. We'll, uh, we'll mark it and make you better in our eyes. Who knows if it'll actually be better. Blasting down the list, are there any songs that you can't help but choke up or cry to? This one comes from Raymond Johnson Jensen. Um, ooh, whenever my mom, when I was a baby, my mom would sing me, You Are My Sunshine, or yeah, that one makes me cry. Yep, You Are My Sunshine gets me every time, but only if my mom is singing it. Yeah, it's that Put Your Head on My Shoulder. Um, and then there's one, it's called Down by the Station. Okay, those three will get me going. Yeah, I like those answers. Big cheers. Um, Barlos underscore senpai, that is B A R L O S underscore S E N P A I, asks CDG, uh, CDG play over hated, not the shoes, but the clothing itself. Absolutely, it is. 100%. I it's, think it's just become a meme to hate it. It's at this become point. a meme to hate it. Yeah. 
I can't. I have a T-shirt from CDG Play that's lasted me six years, and it still looks good. I think the logo is awesome too. I love the heart logo. I've Mm -hmm. talked about that before. I think it's great design. It's interesting and it's like quirky. I hate using that word, but it is. Um, No, I I think CDG Play is one hundred percent overhated. Good question. Yeah. All right, this one comes from Instagram user Finest Codeine. Saul's favorite designers from the 70s through the 2000s. Okay, so I'm doing a little bit of Googling here, um, but I do have some lined up. Uh, Balenciaga made golfware in the late 90s. Um, that is absolutely crazy. Um, Calvin Klein, uh, Ralph Lauren, just both classics. Um, let's see, old Abercrombie and Fitch. Um, old Banana Republic, which is based on a super racist name, so don't judge me for that. It's just the the brand of itself. Um, let me think. Uh, Balenciaga. I'm just trying to think here. Uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, Banana Republic, um, uh, Vivian Westwood. Uh, I think she was 70s, not 60s. Um, old Eve's are really cool to me um gucci made some really cool shoes in the late 80s um i'm trying to think of other men's fashion um without breaching too far into the um 2000s um margella um Maybe like old Ferragamo? I don't know. Um, I, I'm starting to get kind of like reachy territory. I'll leave it at those. Solid list. Extremely solid list. Thank you. I used to work in a vintage store, so I, I hope I would know some of those. Um, yeah. You're doing yeah. Great. Uh, John, maybe a question for you. Uh, Instagram user at Ray Wears Clothes asked, favorite, favorite vintage piece at the moment? Okay. So I got this in the mail two days ago. It is. It's crazy. It is a T-shirt from the University of Richmond. It is an intramural sports champions award shirt from 1995-1996. And it's got the, it, the, the Richmond spiders, so it's got like a giant spider on it. That takes the cake for me right now. I love it. Cool. It's insane. How about you, Saul? Favorite vintage piece at the moment? Uh, it's the – I got a pair of Levi's jeans that some guy decided he wanted chaps sewn into, like leather chaps. Wow. So he sewed in real leather chaps and then was like, wait, why did I do this? And then he sold them. <laughs> so those – I wore them last night and then promptly fell asleep in them. They're com- they're very comfortable. I they also weigh like six pounds. Well, well, I guess the I, weighted thing would help, like weighted No, no, blanket. so we were going to go to dinner, and I had had about four hours of sleep the night before, and yeah. I was, like, lying in bed, and I just, like, lost consciousness. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll happen. Yep. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay. Blasting right down the list. This one comes from Exquisite Taste 39 on Instagram. Cool at. What is the end stage of fashion? Um, so elaborating just a little bit, he was like, will everything end up looking like CCP? Will it be fast fashion? Like, what will it be? It definitely Um, won't be CCP. I really hope that this cycle of like consumerism and producing as much as possible changes. 
Um, but I don't think that that'll change without a massive societal change. Um, I think a lot of the future of fashion rests, and I, I mean this unironically, on like TikTok and Instagram really and what does. those kids yeah. are making stuff popular. Um, and, you know, like it's at the point where like if, shout out Kyle, Kyle Velasco, I think it's Kyle Velasco 12 on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, if he and like those groups of people, um, I'm trying to think of people like Addison Ray are like, yo, vintage is cool, and they really push that. Like, that's the direction that fashion is going to go for an entire generation. Um, yep. I don't know. Like, it's it's up to them. I, I don't think as older people begin to, like, I don't want to say die off because that's really morbid, but, you know, stop. You know, as our generation grows up, I hope that our tastes won't stay the same as our, our parents. And, like, I, I think that, like, Gen X fashion taste is is pretty crap for the most part Mm -hmm. um and i hope it's going to be firmly rooted in like vintage and sustainable clothing because that seems like stuff people care like it seems like that's the stuff excuse me that people care about now i just hope that that sentiment persists yeah definitely Mm -hmm. 100 percent. so we're already approaching two hours on this episode down okay for me though the end stage of fashion I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. When Here. they carry when they carry Vetmont in Paxson. Oh God! That's it. We can oh, all pack no. it up at that point. We're done. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> all right. Moving into some kind of like a lightning round. I tried to arrange all the the questions that were quick. We'll blast through these. Um, <clears throat> John, I'll take the next three. I'll read them out. Um, we'll blast through them like one or two word answers. Not to uh diminish the quality of the question but just because we are two hours in um our next three questions john it's darius halftime uh, as always darius, darius has asked us asked us three questions we've gotten i think three darius questions for like three months now and i love them each and every week darius um, dot half to seven on it yes um so the next three are coming from him his first question is what is your favorite dog breed boston one, one, okay dashund his next question, which do you prefer, apartments or houses? Houses. I would say apartments just because of my age. And if Sweet Cokes were the same price as Burks, would you still buy Burks over Sweet Cokes? Absolutely. Birkenstocks are made for your feet. Absolutely. Sweet Cokes wear out fast. Boom. Okay. Yep. I am going to blast through the next three. This mm-hmm. one comes from someone whose name I can't say on Instagram. So, it is Alex fucking Castle Mountain. Exactly how it's very cool spelled. at. Does yeah. size matter? Uh, he specifies shoe size, bicep size, wiener size. Um, no, just be confident. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, do you think there will ever be a pun so bad you actually end a pod episode? Yes. Yes. I had a question, but I forgot it. Sorry, guys. This one comes from my brother, Ho Jogaboom. Uh, thank you, Ho. Thanks, Joe. Uh, oh, and the last um, one was from Henry Trimble. Yes, that is Henry Dot Trimble. The next three questions I will take. First one coming from Naomi, aka at Nazo Bar, N A Z O B A R. Great fits, by the way. Shout out to the POK Discord for being the most wholesome slash nice community. Thank you so much, and thank you for joining. Yeah, much love. Uh, next question coming from Vilgot Yoberg. That is V-I-L-G-O-T-J-O-B-E-R-G. Hot take. If Kendrick died today, he would be called the GOAT. Agree or disagree, John? Of this generation, yes. Of all time, no. 
Love it. Uh, next question coming from Vanman1. That is V-A-N-N-M-A-N-1. Favorite shoe collab? Fly Skate Shop, Nike. They created the Milk Crate Blazer. Mm, I don't think I have a favorite collab. Brand I don't buy one. shoes. No. <laughs> you want to take the last two? I would love to. Second to last one comes from Lucas.MWI. That's L-U-K-A-S.MWI. Is the mullet a good hairstyle? Yes. Yes. Goated. Final question from Lucas.MWI. Cats or dogs? Dogs. dogs. Yep. Um, that, that has been does 54 it. questions. Jesus. Sorry for an hour and 50 cast, minutes. But, yeah. We got more stuff to talk about. Let's Hot takes. It. Start us um, off, Solly boy. Yeah, the grail fits suck. Um, don't look at grailed for your inspiration and fits. Don't feel like you have to spend a lot of money. Um, come join the Discord. Um, we are very wholesome. Uh, we have fits ranging from like full Rick, shout out Geo Babish, to like full thrifted. I think uh, was Musty wearing a full? Well, Jacob is like a deep pop king. Um, I was also going to say Musty. I think he had not like a full thrift thrifted fit but like he had a couple of thrifted pieces that were awesome um yeah. musty also posts insane steals thank you for doing that um yes. i bought one oh of gosh. those things already it's just it's dangerous for my wallet but i love yeah. it um yeah like don't feel like you have to spend money to buy cool clothes um mm -hmm. look around be frugal um and be open-minded very well said great hot take do you have a hot take john I absolutely do. This one goes off of an Instagram story posted by our great friend Marquise. That is the.marquise.martin mm. on Instagram. And he basically brought up how people will expect a discount or free product from their creative friends because they are friends with that creative. Mm -hmm. If you are trying to get free stuff from your friend, say they have a clothing brand or they, they make art or something like that, if you're actively trying to get stuff for free or at a discounted rate, wake up. What are you doing? You should be showing your friend the support they deserve and buying it full retail. If it's a gift, that's one thing. If your friend reaches out and say, hey, I'd love to send you this because you're my friend, that's great. You know, That's super nice of them. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you are expecting a discount because, first of all, because of exposure, because you'll share it on your story no or because you're friends and you've grown up together that should make you want to pay full retail for it even more to support your friend like as our as our friends over at throwing fits say support the homies it's mm -hmm. really important um don't expect anything and you should not ever 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 expect a discount or free product because you know someone and if you ask that is you know a disservice to yourself and extremely disrespectful to the artist on the other side. Mm -hmm. I think you should only expect the discount if you are approached with that. Like if yeah, somebody if you're says approached like, with a discount, if yep. they tell you like, "Yo, we're very close here, take twenty percent off." That's one thing. But if mm -hmm. you if you're hunting for it on the basis that you know the person, mm -hmm. get your act together. That's yeah. garbage. Don't be scum. Yeah. It goes um, for clothing, and, it goes for art, anything like that. And also, if you don't have the monetary means to support a friend, you can still you still have social media. You you know people Use who may be able to. But don't expect anything in return. Exactly. Just be a fucking nice person. Support your friends. Yeah. 
but if your friend is is nice and it's like, yo, I wanted to make you this free of charge, that's mm-hmm. okay. But yeah. don't don't go hunting for it. And write thank you notes. Like yeah. Ray, Ray was nice way. enough to send me. Ray was nice enough to send me that jacket. I know he didn't spend. He told me he spent like three dollars on it and whatever shipping was. Like, I don't care if he had. Well, if he had spent like three hundred dollars, I would have been like, "There's no way I'm taking this." But like, it was the thought behind it that counted, and I hope that sending him a thank you note would be enough. And like, I, I I'm really trying to show how appreciative I am. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I don't know, guys. Like, uh, you know, I'm infamous for like lowballing things, and I, I I really try not to when it comes to like my friends. Um, you know, like I had a uh, denim tote bag made from a friend and I was like, hey, would this be OK? And we negotiated and I was like, yeah, like I'll provide the jeans for it. Like I'll send them to you. Um, our good friend Ian is making me like a suit. And we like discuss price like people are flexible, but don't like fucking lowball your friend. Like, you know, they're your friends. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. Um, support your creatives. Absolutely. Please do. That's my hot John- take this week. It's time for my favorite segment of the pod. It uh, sure is, before we Before we launch into it, uh, do you want to tell people where they can find what we're about to do? It'd really be an honor to tell those people. Uh, all right, folks. So what you're going to what you're gonna wanna do? First of all, subscribe to Spotify. <laughs> Mosey on over to the search bar. Search "Pair of Kings." You're going to find a wonderful podcast. Click on that. Listen to a couple episodes. Thanks. After that. Find a, it's a little white box. It's got the, the Comme des Garçons logo, except it doesn't say Comme des Garçons. It says Pair of Kings Podcast. Click that. You're going to see a lot of songs. You're going to say, whoa, these songs look a lot like what they've been recommending on the podcast that I listen to every single day of my life. Wow, that's crazy. It is those songs. You know, whoa. It's, it's, it's the Pair of Kings playlist where we add to twice a week. Every week for the foreseeable future, our picks from the pod, song of the week, Saul's favorite part of the pod, one of my favorites. I mean, I love doing this 24 hours a day. It's all it's all my favorite, but I'm rambling a lot. Find the playlist. Listen to it. There's also one called Pair of Kings favorite songs that we add to when we feel like it. Go go check them out. Saul, what's your song of the week? Um, my song is by infamous relationship ruiner. Uh, Taylor Swift off of her new album, uh, Folklore. Um, it is the song My Tears Ricochet. Um, it is about kind of the end of her relationship with um, uh, like, a, like a record label um, and with a guy in general. Um, it's really beautiful and I like it a lot. Um, I When I first listened to the album, I was really like nonplus. I was really unimpressed. Like I love Taylor Swift, but thought it was really boring. I heard like the first three songs that are kind of slow, but on re-listening, I really like it. Chorus is great. She says, I didn't have it in myself to go with grace and you're the hero flying around saving face. And if I'm dead to you, why are you at the wake? Cursing my name, wishing I stayed. Look at how my tears ricochet. Uh, awesome song. Um, I honestly think she's one of the best songwriters um, who's writing her own songs right now. Um, I think she writes every single one of her own songs. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not a lot of artists do that. Or not a lot of big time artists do that. No. Uh, she writes everything that she she puts out, which is really cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. A lot of oh, and I should also mention only promoting songs done by women. Um yeah. for season two. Um this will culminate in something. 
everybody. I'll tease that now. But um, yeah. Ooh, what I'm about excited. you, John? So my pick, as I tweeted about earlier in the week, uh, <laughs> I tweeted something. Looking at the artist right now. And then I was like, Saul, Saul, can I put this on the Instagram? He's like, yeah, that's hilarious. So thanks, Saul, first of all, for uh, of course for, for collabing with me and letting me post this. But I tweeted, people my age are getting married, and I'm over here concerned about which Tie Boy Digital song I'm going to recommend <laughs> this week on my fashion podcast. Uh, it did it did all right. Got 659 likes. That's that's okay for us. But the song itself is, of course, by Tie Boy Digital. The song, I believe, it's it's V A N, but the A has an umlaut over it, so I don't know if it's Vaughn. Um, it's from his album Tiger, which funny enough, he has a song called Tiger that's not on the album Tiger, but it's got the same album art as the album Tiger, but a different oh color. Okay. So <laughs> the the spiral of that is is daunting to say the least. But the song is Van or Von. Um I was listening to it this week in the car it goes absolutely insane perfect driving song if you're on the highway don't drive or don't listen to it if you it's like a 25 mile per hour speed limit or anything like that because it's intense but uh it's definitely a drainer classic so saul's gonna love it when it comes on shuffle when he listens to this playlist um yeah that's my that's my recommendation for this week blasting Right down. Wait, were you gonna say something? Sorry. No, I just said I like it. Oh, okay. I thought you. I thought you said not gonna lie. So I, I was ready for a, a clap back for the drainer lifestyle. But no, I, I like. I I always give them listens, even if I don't love them. I appreciate that. You're of course. Out here doing the most, my friend. Mm-hmm. But you know who else is doing the most, Saul? Sebastian, because he recommended this (gasps) segment to us. This is Jack and Ace of the Week. Jack is whack. It's the worst release of the week. Big trash. Sometimes it's not all that big trash, but this week's is big trash. Ace is based. It's the best. Buy it if you want, of course. But it's going to be something that we really like, and we hope you really like it as well. Saul, take us away. Jack and Ace. Shout out, Sebastian. I'll start with my ace, the Community Garden Dunk. Uh, Awesome. I really like them, and I'm going to try and go for them, and I would wear them. Um, My Jack, the Prada Superstar Ace, shockingly not the Ninja uh, ninja shoe for this week. Um, However, it is another superstar. They uh, keep missing. Uh, It's like a Russell Westbrook in Game 2 type of situation. Uh, Good God, the superstar is just, seems like it cannot be turned into a good oh, collaboration <laughs> it's just Ninja, so bad you got sean weatherspoon and you yep. got prada all in the same period of weeks just brick 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 jonah yeah. hill what about you john? Great, jonah hill crushed his collab though shout I'm out gonna look it up the the jonah hill superstar is sick um so i'm gonna i'm gonna bite a little bit my my jack is also the prada superstar what he just wrote his name he just wrote superstar like the fat laces and stuff, I thought it was really cool. Oh, I couldn't see the laces from the thumbnail. It's All like nineties right, like... skate inspired. Okay, I don't hate it. I don't like the the green JH. I don't hate oh, it. I thought it was cool. Also, those it wouldn't be it like wouldn't it. be my Jack. Okay, it's yeah. it's some somewhere in between Jack and Ace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, Prada Adidas Superstar definitely the Jack. Five hundred dollars. No, 
miss me with that. Um, Adidas, as much as I love you, you need to need to do those collabs a little better. Ace, big surprise, not the dunk. It is the Casablanca New Balance 327 if it actually releases on the 12th because that's what it says on sneaker news, but will it actually release on the 12th? That is to be determined because I've seen nothing else about it. Um, but it's really cool shoe. And yeah, if that releases when it's supposed to, 100% will be trying to buy that. But that is my Jack and Ace of the Week. Saul, it's about time to get out of here. But before we go, one more segment for the listeners at home to be hopeful for the future of this podcast. It is Guest of the Week, where we talk about someone who we'd like to have come on the pod, chop it up, get to know us as we get to know them. Who's your pick? Uh, my pick is Matt Halfhill. He is the founder of Nice Kicks, and Ooh. I know he is a fan of Deadstock Report. Um, I would love to try and get him on the pod. We should definitely reach out and message him. We should message him from DSR and be like, hey. We could ask Nick, honestly. Yeah, we... Nick. Shout out to Big Papa. Nick. Yeah. Nick the Podfather. Yep. The Podfather himself. Um, Who's your guest know. of the week? Dream guest of the week this week. Let's see. Uh, I don't know if I've brought up this guest before. I probably have because I'm a huge fan. Uh, Steve Lacey, I think, would be yep. a perfect fit for this podcast. He's got a second Instagram account called Fit Vomit that's just about his outfits. And he yep. he is into fashion. I mean... You can tell it's a private account, but I highly recommend you you request to follow head to toe. He he does it well. Um, he's got everything from the the cactus plant flea market leopard fleece to the kiss boots with the translucent soles. Like he's got it all. It comes together really well. He's he's got a great eye for fashion, and uh, I think he'd be a great person to talk to. Yeah. We should uh we should email the account. Why not inquiries? I, I have fit already. Vomit. Okay. Well, I haven't. I guess I DM'd, but I'll I'll email as well. Yeah. John. Saul. I just want to take a second. Thank everybody that's listening right now on this uh Tuesday morning, our Monday morning as we're recording. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It really means a lot that you would take time out of your day, spend it with us, some two goofy guys with a with a fashion podcast. Two fragglies. Um, Two fragglies. <laughs> um, as always, everybody, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to join the Discord, hit our DMs. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod, on Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod. You can email us Pair of Kings Pod at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much to interacting or for interacting, commenting, liking, listening, uh, laughing, crying, eating doors, whatever it may be. Oh, uh, we really. Yeah, we really appreciate each and every one of you. Um, do. Come be a part of the community. Um, yeah. As always, I am Saul Thompson on Instagram at Saul Thompson on Twitter at Anxiety Snacks. Uh, yes. Joined by my absolutely wonderful uh, morning breath, maybe. John, you brush your teeth today? I haven't. Morning breath co host. <laughs> John Hogaboom on Instagram at John Hogaboom on Twitter at John Hogaboom. 
Uh, somebody has at Saul Thompson, which pisses me off. Um, it might be me, actually. I just have to clear the username. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Um, where together we are Pair of Kings podcast, where twice a week, every week, for the foreseeable future, we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. <laughs> have a great Tuesday, everybody. Thank have you a good one. <laughs> for, for giving us a listen.